This is a Capricorn FM podcast. One of my very first school concerts, well, I was in preschool, not exactly school. Um, this is the song that we were dancing to as young kids and we were taught how to do the bum jive. First time I found out about this song, it's Mums Bongile Kumalo with the Township Medley. Listen to that and listen to the vibe in the in the room that she's performing in and how the people are just receiving her. Absolutely beautiful. In this hour, the tailored experience pays tribute to Mums Bongile Kumalo, who sadly departed the land of the living and she's waiting for us on the other side. Now, death has always been a part of, you know, living, but we don't get used to it. We absolutely can't even accept it. And, you know, the, the beauty of it, though, is that during the sorrow, we we fall into a reminiscent beauty. And that is what we want to do today with the legendary Super Hot Sticks Mabuse. Good morning, sir, and welcome to Capricorn FM. Good morning, Shakani. Good morning to all your viewers as well. Thank you for inviting me. Firstly, condolences to you as a childhood friend of hers. I am sure you are deeply, deeply shattered. But I'm sure there are just a lot of beautiful things that you sit down and you think about now when you look back at all the years that you have been friends with her and, and even got to work with her on her very first album. What are some of your fondest, earliest memories of her as a young child and blossoming into a, a, a lady? Yeah. Oh, uh, the past two weeks have been the most difficult, yeah. you know, emotionally for for me, mm. probably for everybody who who loved the two departed musicians. Yeah. But in particular, Swangila Kumalo, because um, that's who we're talking about now. Mm. Um, you know, we all grew up grew up in Orlando West. Yeah. Orlando West is what you would co- I would consider the cradle of uh, a re- resistant politics. Because when you look at it, everybody who is was as the top political giant came from that area. Mm. So I guess we were all motivated and inspired by the presence of those great people, particularly yeah. uh, Professor Kavim Ngoma, who was a uh, Less dead. Mm. Now, musically, a lot of us loved music as just an ordinary thing. But mm. with the Mgoma family, it was a way of life for them. Mm. Such that it inspired and motivated us to become the kind of musicians that we have wanted to be yeah. like the Mgoma children. Yeah. And Spongila was young and uh, she sang, you know, like any other, all the other ordinary kids. But what was even more interesting about her is when she sang in her brother's uh, little uh, orchestra, you know, where her father was an orchestral uh, writer of music. So the group would always be performing, but she played violin. Mm. She played violin, but they didn't have a singer. (laughs) So she would elect me then the singer in the violins orchestra. And since then evolved into a, you you know, a a musical icon that Mm. she is today. Mm. She went to University of uh, KwaZulu-Natal. She was lead singer at high school, by the way. Well, I had already left. Uh, Yeah, she sang at the assembly as a lead singer for, you know, our school was always known 
to have these uh, professional singers who yeah, yeah. went high school. So she became one of those iconic uh, high school singers, but went on to university to study music where she met Selvin Dooley. Selvin Dooley is the founder of the Beatles, the band that I belong to. Mm-hmm. She met Selvin Dooley's sister, Tandy, okay. who is Tandy Dooley's aunt. You know, Tanjin Dooley now, the latest mm. sensation. Mm. So you can imagine how the tapestry was waved through Sponilev's music as she grew up. And eventually she came back and she became the opera singer. She became a classical musician. She became a teacher, extended herself beyond just those and became the jazz yeah. performer. Now, but what is critical about her life is the fact that she elevated opera to mm. the stage where black people yeah. were not were, were suddenly able to relate to that music as as their own mm. because they saw Sibonjele saw to that level and ensuring that uh, it is music that is is kept that is appreciated across yeah. the board. Yeah, I mean. Composers and classical uh, performers adored Sibongile. And some of the reviews that had come out from the University of Stellenbosch are just amazing. Mm. So I was privileged in a way to have known her from that moment, from the childhood. And I was also privileged to have been taught by her father, a very amiable, well-mannered, loving, caring father who Mm. took all the kids around there in Orlando West to appreciate and love music for what it was. Absolutely. And, and I mean, a lot of people are talking about her in such great esteem. She's described as South Africa's divine diva, the first lady of song. Uh, but one person was talking about her and they said, uh, they spoke about how her voice reverberated through time, space and race, just like what you just said now. And they said her voice made everyone feel like it's home. But what, what does she bring alongside with that voice that made her so special because she was truly just uh, a rare breed? What, what did she bring along with that music uh, to make it stand out in such a manner? Well, what we also need to understand is that when she performed, she had backup singers. Yeah. So they were, they were in a pole position, privileged position to have someone as well trained yeah. to, to lead them in voice. And she was able to train them to sing in accordance to her own training and her calling. Mm. And they went on to become some of the most exceptional singers in the country, like Nobukane Tlamini, Swazi Tlamini, and there are many others, Bo, Margaret Motsache, and so yeah. on. So she imparted that knowledge, you know, and ensured that they, even if they were no longer working with her, they were still mm. able to attain the highest level of professional performance. Absolutely. I mean, I personally um, am a great fan right now of Margaret. And uh, right now, I didn't even know that Margaret uh, has left under the wings of, of Mums Bongi. It's, it's, Absolutely. It's news to me. Yeah. And, she, and she's impeccable on her own as well, Margaret. So it all, 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 yeah. also speaks to the, the kind of training and the kind of exposure that she has. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. 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 You know, one of the things that I did was when I, when I did a concert at which led to her doing the jazz things that, you know, she she, did, yeah. she she ended up doing. I requested her to come and perform with me because we had not performed with each other, mm-hmm. you know. I wanted her 
to perform with me at uh, the market theater. Yeah. To which I I requested her to play violin. Okay. I had said, you know, you a lot of people know that you're, you're such a great singer, but very few people know that you are such an accomplished violinist. Mm. And she didn't want to. I had to coerce <laughs> and urge and nudge and say, yeah. please, man, let people see beyond your voice. Yeah. And ultimately, she agreed. Whoa, did she excel? Mm. You know, her dad was at, her late father came to the concert and came backstage to us and said, wow, yeah. I didn't know I have raised, you know, such wonderful musicians. And we should thank Professor Kabi for that. Absolutely. Um that is the uh, Sipo. I, I, I don't want to end this conversation because there's just so much I'm learning that I d- didn't know on, on how much also <laughs> she transcended from, you know, being such a legendary person, but how she continues to live through so many other people who she has had under her wings. But we have to la- let our conversation end here. Uh, before I do let you go, though, a word of comfort to South Africans and the family as well. Uh, something uh, as we depart. All I can say is that I know how heartfelt, painful heartstrings have been torn yeah, by this. Yeah. But what we can say is that the fact that she has left a legacy of music behind us yeah. is that, that she's resting and we can always celebrate her through the music. But one thing I also want to urge, especially the airwaves, it's not after someone has died that we recognize their contribution. Mm. let it be throughout their life as they go through the process of making us rejoice. Absolutely. Thank you so, so much. And we appreciate your time. We appreciate you sharing her with us in ways that we didn't know her. And condolences to you too. Thank you so much, Shakami. Oh, something profound he says that we always say but we take it for granted give a person the roses while they can still smell it let us continue to celebrate people while they are here instead of when they have departed that was a capricorn fm podcast for more podcasts visit capricornfm.co.za